Ladies, gentlemen, and undecided, welcome to the final The Right Show podcast episode of 2021. We started this little dream, I think back in March of 2021. This is already episode number 43, and you've made it. Now, this is a video component. We're going to put your comments on the screen. If you throw a tip in the bucket, we consider that a very nice blessing. Thank you, Beth Coddington, our first one to do it here today. And if you're watching this after the fact, that means you missed the actual live feed and you're enjoying the podcast, which comes a few days later after we've sweetened it up with some more edits. Therefore, if you're watching live, you might want to come back and watch the post, the podcast post, uh, seven days from now, because that has even more fun stuff. It allows me to get in there and work on it. But look at all these comments. This is the only interactive show you can actually take part in where you could be highlight on the screen, highlighted if you will. They don't do that on the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Corden, Jimmy Oprah, Jimmy Colbert, Jimmy Steven, or Jimmy Trevor Noah show. They only do it on this show. That's because it is the right show. Today we're going to go back in time and I've picked one funny or memorable moment from each month so we can do a year in review quickly in a fun way and you're not going to believe how much you survived in the last 12 months. It feels like a decade. It's all going down right now on The Right Show. Okay, so with that said, let's get into our first video. We go back a year ago today, January if you will. And what happened last January? What was the biggest, most memorable thing to happen in January? I'm gonna let you guys answer in the chats and we're going to find out if you came upon the same thing I did in my little year in review. Last January someone said I was watching Kayvon's dry bar. Was that the most memorable? No. Sadly the dry bar came out I believe in May of 2020 and uh, it started to get millions of views by January but no. The Jojen horse rolls into DC. There we are. We have people They're on the same wavelength as me, Patricia and Sophia, saying the Capitol fake hoax riot. So I went ahead and broke that down. Uh, Can you believe that was a year ago today? Take a look at the behavior and the actions of these people. Tell me if that seems like the people that were there to peacefully watch Donald Trump speak. The 80 million plus fans of Donald Trump in America Or is this a small subset that kind of seems like a fringe group? And where was Antifa that day? Why was this the only day in Trump history that Antifa did not come to break glass, smash windows, and wreak havoc? Or were they there? That would make more sense to me. Check it out. Police are squabbling with protesters. Oh, there we go. And they just breached the Capitol. You can clearly see a police officer open the gate for the protesters. It appears the cops are literally escorting them in, while on the other side of the building, they were pretending to hold them back. Antifa! 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 Antifa!
There you have it. There was a gentleman there in the video, my podcasters, if you didn't see that, and he had to reach up and stop uh, this guy. They're yelling, that's Antifa, 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 from smashing the window because, as we all know, it only takes a few bad apples to make the whole bunch look bad. On one side, they pretend they're squabbling with protesters. On the other side, Nancy Pelosi is saying, open the fence, let let the people come in, and then then we can edit the video to, to, to... to show that, 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 that they were fighting with the police and then later on they broke in and wreaked havoc in, in my office. Yeah. Well, we have enough video footage of both things going on. The police clearly opened the door and let them all in. So the January 6th delusion kicked off the year all a setup. The Capitol building has more cameras around it than any other building in America, but they won't release the footage of... 14,000 hours of footage to show who's leaving these pipe bombs. Who are these people that show up while Trump is still speaking and break the glass? What the heck is going on? All set up to demonize and make Trump supporters go away completely and start a fake impeachment part two, which dissolved very quickly. But the theatrics from the radical Democrats, the radical mainstream Democrats, were off the charts with this was a bigger act of terrorism than 9-11 uh, right right you guys and nobody believed that um those people are still in jail they have not been given a trial many of them they sing the national anthem every single night before the prison turns out the lights that evening and uh they have many many democrat and uh racist police officers at the prisons that know they're not going to get in trouble if they come in and rough up a January 6th protester and then leave the prison cell. So you want to talk about privilege and racism and injustice in the prison system? Those peaceful soccer coaches and dads and t-ball guys from Nebraska and Vermont that came down to the Capitol and have now been locked away for over a year that they're political prisoners are sending a huge message. Don't ever question Brandon. Ever, ever, ever. Or we will ruin your life and everyone in your family. That's fun. All right. So then uh, Biden went to give a horrible speech. Uh, he lacked unity. He pushed division at his inaugural. And the mainstream media covered for that and said it was so nice, so breathtaking, and so unifying. That is January. Wow. What a kickoff. February... Mr. Science doesn't know how to wear his mask. Check this out. Well, uh, every once in a while, you are confronted as a government official, a business leader, a labor leader, with a real problem. And it doesn't take you long to figure out that how to turn it into an opportunity. One thing, John, everybody talked about today was... Is there anything else you could think of that could create as many good jobs? Can you think of a guy who does not understand science any more than Joe Biden? Nowhere does it say to wear a mask on half your ear while doing an international Zoom call. So it's, it's kind of virtue signaling to his voters. I'm being safe, look. But also everyone knows the masks suck. So in reality, we can't wear masks. Now, if you wear a mask off of one of your ears on an airplane flight 
and just try to enjoy your flight from Las Vegas to Miami, you will get physically hurt. You will have the police uh, approach the plane. You will be physically removed from the plane. You will be put on the no-fly list. So in no other aspect of your life, you can't even go into Whole Foods with it dangling on one ear without at least five soccer moms attacking you. So in no other world can anyone wear a mask off one ear and go, hey, I'm following science. Come on, man. Not a joke. But for some reason, that moron can wear it on one ear and his voters and the media, they've never once said he doesn't believe in science. They've never once said he doesn't follow the protocols. They've never once criticized him. So you have a media blackout on mocking Biden. If Trump wore a one-ear mask and gave a speech to foreign dignitaries back in 2015, we would still be talking about it every single day on the news today. True or not? Beth Coddington says, I am so glad to live in a free state, meaning she doesn't have to wear the one-ear mask like Brandon does. Sup, Luna Walker, pure blood. Five soccer moms attacking like a defensive line if you try to wear one mask on an airplane, for sure, or at Whole Foods. I don't get President Joe Biden. All right, well, you're not the only one. The Right Show is a support group for normal people. Now we go to March. What was the most memorable thing that happened in March? I'll let you guys put in the chats. Remember, (laughs) this was only nine months ago. You should be able to remember what happened last March. But sadly, most of us can't even remember what we had for lunch earlier today with accuracy. So let's see. Medical tyranny, there was some of that going on in March. Yes, because March was the one-year anniversary from the official 15 days to flatten the curve. Man, that curve was flattened to the point where nurses were doing TikToks. But Democrats' power comes from the pandemic. So while most of the world's getting back to normal, Democrats cranked harder. Let's close down again. Let's talk about the Delta variant. Let's rename variants that start in other countries with the Greek alphabet. Why? Because Greeks are Western civilization. We'll consider them white. And we can name this virus after white people, but not after China, not after Africa, not after Asia, because in their fake marketing and media propaganda, they claim that attacks against Asian or black people go up if you were to name the virus after that race or ethnicity or country. As if to say, redneck white people and white supremacists hear Wuhan virus and would then go and beat up Filipinos at Trader Joe's in Scottsdale, Arizona. We all have seen the footage. We all have seen the HD footage of who is punching Asians. You zoom in, and those are the darkest, curliest-haired white supremacists you have ever seen in your life because there is no rise of white supremacy. There is no huge spat of white supremacy. And just look at Jussie Smollett. The biggest white supremacist in America happened to be large blacks from Nigeria. Some people agree with me. Just got a tip in the bucket. Thank you so much, Evo J, for the cha-ching. So what did you guys say was the biggest thing to happen in March? Delta was already out. Yeah, maybe it was. Love you, Kayvon. That was a big thing that happened in March. 
But no, you guys have not clued in to my favorite incident in the month of March. Lockdowns in March started. Well, lockdowns started in March 2020 and have just kind of kept going for, I believe it's 15 months to flatten the curve. Kyle Rittenhouse? No. All right, since you guys haven't guessed it and this is taking too long, it is time to boggle your mind and make you laugh as we take a walk or a stumble down memory lane. Roll march. And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, Come on, man. You can see Joe looking at his military escort like, do I really have to do this? This is scarier than corn pop. Not a joke. Lately, 20 or 30 people, or as I like to call them, all of Joe Biden's legal voters, have been commenting on my page that these are fake videos. So here it is from another angle. The far left hates that I share the truth about Joe Biden. Unbelievable. That's why we say that fool be tripping. March. A lot of you even forgot that happened. The media has never once shared that clip ever since. Go into your mind and picture if Donald Trump fell up the stairs three times, then turned around and saluted America, looking like Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun 44 and 1 fourth. Would the media ever stop playing that clip. It would be in every meme, every sitcom, every talk show, every newspaper, every postcard. But sadly, I gave my viewers, and these are people that are all on my side, about five minutes to remember what happened in March and we couldn't even come up with it as a group. Do you think the Democrats even know this happened? I bet if you took a laptop and showed this to people on the street, they would think you edited it or you used fancy graphics because the media refuses to highlight and show this, but they still crank on the idea that January 6th was the biggest terrorist attack to ever hit America in our existence as a country. We have received a very generous tip in the bucket Ending the year strong. Thank you so much, Wolfie, for helping comedians who put the spotlight on the despicable nature of the radical left. You are a good person. Okay.
Okay, we move on to April. My goodness. We've already been going on and walking down memory lane and we're just barely in April, the fourth month of our illustrious calendar year. What happened in April that was hilarious or memorable or sad or despicable? Well, this is when the whole let's stop Asian hate campaign started. Joe Brandon went on TV and said white supremacy is one of the biggest problems of our lifetime and we're seeing it rise. How could you ever hit your Asian neighbor? The people of San Francisco deserve better. Let's end white supremacy now. Ah, uh, big problem. All the problems happening in the major cities, Chicago, Baltimore, St. Louis, Missouri, New York City, and LA and San Francisco happen to be some of the darkest white supremacists you have ever seen. So if we're gonna go with the media lie, these are all white supremacists, let's let it be known these are African white supremacists and not Elon Musk but a very dark white supremacist and it's very sad because of their actions Walgreens shutting down Walmart shutting down CVS pharmacy leaving town because the Democrats want to go light on crime obviously if you keep arresting the same kinds of people and your thought process is, we're racist, you just have to stop making that a crime so that you stop arresting those people. Heaven forbid you hold them personally accountable. You say, well, these are the rules for everybody. If this group keeps stealing these items, then they're gonna go to jail disproportionately. No, 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 no. Stop being so rational, folks. Instead, let's decriminalize these behaviors which get the same dark white supremacists to keep going to jail. So, we have a little video for you to show you what April was all about in a nutshell. This was the most egregious example, but this was going on in every major city and Democrats decriminalized it to a point where you can't even stop them. Just film and wave goodbye to your merch. There goes a white supremacist on his white bicycle. So that's the kind of thing that was happening. Now obviously I have hundreds of videos on this and it's actually one of them got over a million views on Facebook, which was really cool. But uh, that is what's happening. So Barbara Boxer got punched across the face and her phone taken. A spat of Democrat lawmakers have been carjacked, purse jacked, beat in the streets, and eventually they're going to have to face their reality and say maybe our policies aren't working but to be a democrat is to never say i'm sorry so they're going to lie and they're going to say this doesn't represent what's really going on in this city then they will secretly use your tax dollars to hire a team of security for themselves an armored van for them to drive around in and put huge walls and fences with security cameras around their properties while still promoting the idea that this is not happening and it's your fault if you point it out. In fact, if you point it out, you're a radical right-wing racist. We have a super chat, Alex Goldberg. How can any Iranian in the USA be a Democrat? 
Would love your thoughts after marrying into a Persian family and seeing a mixed bag of beliefs. The left's policy doesn't make any sense given history of Iran. Thanks for your thoughts. Alex Goldberg, thank you for the tip. I will try to break this question down as quickly as I can. Most Iranians that moved here pre-revolution came here loving America, loving the country, loving the flag, loving the freedom, came here for a better life, watching their country getting torn down by leftist bad ideas. Sadly, for the last 40 years, all the Iranians that came have been through 30 to 40 years of brainwashing from the Iranian regime saying, America is the enemy, America is the great problem, America should be banished with Israel and drive them into the sea. Death to America. However, you guys should go there, make some good money, open up your law practice, go to the higher level schools. When you get there, tell them you're brown, not white. Brown people rule in America because of brown privilege and you are a victim. So many of the Iranians who live in Dana Point, California, Beverly Hills, San Francisco, making $300,000 to $500,000 a year, living in a $2 million home, think they are victims because that's what they were taught in the university system. So they vote Democrat like they're supposed to because they got a four-year degree, then they went to four more years to med school, then four more years of specialty school, surrounding themselves with other Moroccans, Ethiopians, Ilhan Omars, left-wing values. They pop out in power, wildly successful, but still feeling like they're the victim. Doesn't take much thought to think of which side I am on with the whole Iranian in America thing. Bottom line, I was born in America. I've always lived in America. This is my only country. I'm not just here studying, making money, and if all goes poorly, I'll move back and eat Zeresh Polo and pistachios in Iran for the next 25 years. This is the only home. We sink this one, I'm done. What do you think about that? Put it in the chats. That's a quick breakdown in under two minutes. Yeah. DM man sent me five bucks and says, we have some spammers. Tell me the name of the spammers. I'll look for their little accounts. And obviously these haters hate that my voice has gotten bigger and bigger over the year and they just can't help it. Let's go to your comments. Hey, that guy on the bicycle, good thing he's wearing a mask. Hard to identify a thief. The Democrats love wearing the mask, love the hoodie. None of their voters are getting arrested. It's hard to describe them. It's hard to arrest them. And then if you do catch them, they call you racist for grabbing their arm and twisting it. So Democrats are loving the mask mandates and keeping them up. Think of what it feels like to be a bank security guard while everyone's wearing masks coming in and out of the bank. You have 1.5 seconds to notice something going wrong. And then you're not even armed. A lot of them have pepper spray. These guys are risking their lives every single day. These masks have got to go. Masks don't belong in an open and free society. Let's drop the idea that there's a virus that's gonna kill everyone and a piece of cloth is your Lord and Savior to protect you. Let's just get back to normal. If you agree, throw a tip in the bucket, give me a hell yeah. Now we go to the month of May. What is the most memorable thing that happened in May? Ballnut says Mary is the most memorable thing to happen in May. We have our answer coming to you right now in the form of a video. 
I thought the funniest and most memorable thing in May was the radical left, Joe Biden and his wife, fake doctor babysitter Jill Biden, tried to pander so hard to Mexicans that on Cinco de Mayo, she yelled, CC Podway! I almost named my podcast the CC Podcast. Yes, we can podcast. CC Puede is what they say. But when you're a Democrat, when you're from Delaware, you've never even seen a Mexican. The closest thing to Mexico Jill Biden has ever been is when she got diarrhea from Taco Bell back in 1987. So here she is trying to pander like a little pander bear with the CC podcast. Go. So say it with me. CC Padre. The future is ours. CC Padre. Julian Castro y estoy postulando por presidente de los Estados Unidos. CC Padre. CC Padre. Can I go babysit now? Hilarious. So everyone go over to El Pollo Loco and when they give you your order, say CC Podway and see if you get anything extra in your bag. You might get punched in the face. That is the appropriate response from a Latinxi, which by the way, Latinos do not enjoy being called Latinxis, but the radical left, the scholastic institutions and the Democrats have decided we're going to change their name because Latino, you're taught in Spanish, O is masculine and Latina is feminine. And how dare us use masculine and feminine, so we're going to call them Latinx. And a Latinx or a Latinxi was never approved by the Latino. They didn't take a poll. They didn't ask Latinos, can we change your language? Just like saying, amen and a women. The pandering never stops. Look, we have some great people writing in Spanish. Hey, chingales! <laughs> uh, what does that even mean? Uh, you know what? We may never know exactly what it means. We have moved on to the month of June. What happened in June? Look at Unicorn. I never saw this. Could you imagine? If Donald Trump's wife went on TV and said, Sissi Padre! Now, she is from another country. She has every excuse in the world to not understand that term or use it. She would have been destroyed. She definitely would not have been on the cover of Living and Home and Garden or whatever magazine they put Dr. Fake Babysitter Jill on. So, we move on to June... And June had so much going on. It was the beginning of the summer. People were ready to get outdoors, enjoy their bikini body, plus the COVID-19. So would you brave that Speedo with the extra 19 pounds of flub around your belly? That was going to be up to you to decide. Own your body. My body, my choice. Don't shame me. Don't slut shame me. My Speedo looks good with 19 extra pounds spilling over it. <laughs> so... The month of June was interesting. Some of you are putting in your own personal notes. Mary says, in June, my garden was growing, but no tomatoes yet. Juneteenth was officially made a national holiday, just dragging up slavery once again and reminding blacks that they were at one time in history slaves. Uh, the problem is no one educates them that every culture had slavery. 
There were more white slaves in the world than any other. Slavery still happens in Asia. LeBron James basically sponsors it. Uh, slavery is still happening in Africa. If you don't tell blacks all of these different things, you're basically just saying, you guys were slaves, you're victims. Just always remember that. Let's make a holiday that talks about that. How about June, the end of slavery for humanity, where we celebrate all the slaves, the Greek slaves, the Roman slaves, the Moroccan slaves, the Persian slaves, the Irish, the Italian slaves, and then we say we're all in this thing together. That would be a unifying message. It would take the victim card away from one group, the card they used to get free benefits and payment and make you feel guilty for why they haven't succeeded in life in the year 2021. But it would be an important holiday called the end of human slavery day. Instead, the Democrats go ahead and way too many Republicans also voted for it, forcing the idea of slavery to still hang forever over our heads as if anyone in 2021 knows anything about slavery in the United States of America. Now, while speaking to Juneteenth and slavery, one man, the most racist man in the world, goes on TV and articulates that blacks could just be as good as any of us they just don't have lawyers. They don't have accountants. Oh, those blacks. Does anyone uh, not believe blacks could be great? Uh, you know, but they don't have lawyers. Now, what kind of a racist would say that? What mainstream person would be handed a mic and be allowed to keep talking after that? Well, in June, it was none other than Brandon. That data shows. Young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers, they don't have, they, they, they don't have accountants. Mm-mm-mm. So, there's a news flash. Not only can black people not be lawyers and black people not be accountants in the 80-year-old Joe Biden's world, they can't even get one. Kevin Hart, making $100 million a year, is not able to get an accountant, you understand. And, well, as we all know, The Rock has trouble finding an accountant to count his $80 million a year take for the last five years in a row. Michael Jordan has never met a lawyer or an accountant. Sean Puff Daddy Combs. Steve Harvey. You're looking at Tiger Woods. What is it like having all those millions but not a single person willing to count them for you? We'll never know because we don't live in Joe Biden's mind. People are enjoying this. I am dying laughing. Good, good, good. Joe's a cartoon. That's Biden for you. Helen is here. And Joe had a thought. What month was fashion model Jill on the Vanity Fair cover? I can't remember, but I, people made fun of the, the, the drapes she was wearing, and I believe it was June, but you can go back and find out. That's one for the record books. What does that even mean? <laughs> I love it. Now, Joe doesn't think very highly of black people. Conservatives and moderates think of them as just people, meaning you can be black and be a horrible criminal. You can be black and be an upstanding citizen. You can be black and be 
the best of the best. That's what a moderate or a conservative thinks. So it creates an open range of what you can be, and black would not be the deciding factor on any of that. The Democrats have decided black is a special category, almost like disabled people, uh, mentally disabled. They can't get a lawyer, can't get an accountant. They don't have the opportunity. And when they go to jail, you're putting a mentally disabled person in jail. So my black fans, you're already watching the right show, but share this with a fellow black friend or family member that has not come over to the moderate or the right side and is still hanging with people that think of you as less than human. And we want to know why. What are the Democrats doing for you other than a $600 twice a year stimulus check? Kevin Hart doesn't work for $600 a year. Black excellence doesn't work for $600 a year. So maybe that little morsel they're throwing you, not worth it. Join us. We love everybody here. My fans are moderates and conservatives. And me being half Persian has never held me back. They come to the show in droves. It also didn't hold back. July, most memorable person. July and August, right there, she, she wrestled from July to August and brought home the gold. So this is my July winner for most memorable. And unfortunately, Joe, she is black. I know, you didn't think it was possible. Roll it. When I first started wrestling, I felt that I could be an Olympic champ. So I kept going. I did it. Sam, right, you did it. <laughs> Mara, I know you lost your father in high school. How do you think he would be responding right now? Seeing you on top of the podium here, coming up. <laughs> he would have been the loudest one here. He would be so proud. He would be so happy. <laughs> He's from Ghana too. He, don't say this out loud, but like he, he like didn't was like enemies in Nigeria, so it's kind of like poetic that I had to wrestle Nigeria in the finals. She's from Ghana, so that was kind of cool. For women, wrestling has only been an Olympic sport for all, not even two decades. You are the second American yeah. gold. What does this mean for the popularity of the sport and for all the young girls out there that are going to see you and feel inspiration? It means that they see someone like themselves on that podium. Last question for you. That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> love it. Well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there on the podium, okay? That is how you win a gold medal. I don't know if, if, if there's like onions. I think someone's making an onion pizza uh, nearby because uh, it's just so nice to see. And she said about four things in under two minutes, unscripted, that destroy everything Joe Brandon says. One, she's a champion. Joe Brandon says blacks can't really get there. They can't do it. Two, she said her, da her father, who passed away, is from Ghana and is enemies with Nigeria. The left tries to make you think that all blacks all love each other and agree with each other, that whites are the problem and whites are racist. But here you have Nigeria and Ghana already hating each other, both black, both enemies because they've both been in competition for a long time. The Koreans and Japanese know what I'm talking about. The Iranians and the Arabs know that 
Only in America are people so close-minded that they think it's white versus black just because of something that happened in the 1700s that Africa started, which is exporting their number one crop, slavery. America didn't invent slavery. America was like, all right, we'll buy them, uh, I guess. And it wasn't even America, it was European settlers, and they took advantage of this business that Africa started. If you know all of that, you can't possibly still be a leftist. You can't be both. So I try to raise awareness, and that video did all that. And the fourth thing she did was she cried and said, I love America. You're not allowed to say that. All the Democrat athletes, who basically lost one by one, uh, were told to kneel on the podium, frown when the anthem played, put a shirt over their head, hand on the hip, turn into a kanane, Mm-hmm, because this is the year of the protest Olympics. One thing for sure, the Winter Olympics has a lot less of that because it's all cold sports in the snow. But the Summer Olympic Games, oh, it's all about kanenes and protesting. All right, some people are making some great comments in here. Leadhead said, I call Colin Kaepernick throws the parks. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick, perfect example. Raised by white people, supported by white people, went to the University of Nevada, Reno, 85% white. They cheered for him. They got him into San Francisco, a white liberal place with tons of black crime. And they've started him as a quarterback for several seasons. But the year they benched him, he turns into Throza Parks to educate us all on how bad white people are. All right, we move on to the month of August. Now, officially that speech and interview happened, I think August 2nd, but she won all those matches in July. So I attributed that to July because we had something extra happen in August, probably the worst thing that happened in 2021. Indeed was Afghanistan. Everybody wanted us out of Afghanistan in the right order, in the right process. Meaning, first get all the women and children out then announce that in a few months there's going to be changes, so get all the contractors out. Then get all the supplies, the materials, the uniforms out. And then the last people to leave could get to the chopper backwards like this and wave goodbye to the towel bangers, talibaners who had no business demoralizing America, embarrassing America and making us look exactly as stupid as we are. The general said don't do it this way. The military leader said don't do it this way. But Joe Biden said yes, we're doing it this way. Let's go back to August. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling- None whatsoever, zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the, South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comparable. It was perfectly wrong. of the vice president, the only somewhat sane person in the building. What's your response to a group of Americans? Hold on, hold on. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Um, 
I want to talk about two things. First, Afghanistan. We've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. Remember that? I'm, I'm being serious. I'm, no, I, I'm asking you a question. Because before... No, 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 wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Is that, is that accurate, the best of you or not? And what about all this stuff left behind for the Taliban? Almost like a parting gift. 80 something billion dollars worth of weapons, trucks, RVs, airplanes, helicopters. Does somebody have something on this guy that he had to leave that much stuff behind, Joe? It's our responsibility to not present a message even if it's not what we intend. I can't tell you if he was checking his watch. I don't know if he can see well enough to read the, the hands on his watch. I, I don't know. Just sent my son to die. I woke up at four o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. You've got a team of people who are around just to make sure you don't have lint on your jacket and they can't help you not check your watch while dead bodies are rolling off an airplane? Unbelievable. So now you can see why I had to include that in what happened in August because that is the worst thing. America always had this sheen of, hey, at the end of the day, you see those Apache helicopters coming over the hill and the bad guys are in trouble. Biden is so weak and feeble-minded we always felt we were in trouble. This exposed that if you're in another country, if you get captured by some terrorist group, if some military leader is talking tough to Brandon and your family is in a, a van hidden away, nobody's coming for you. You will not be saved. There is no more American privilege. It's over. Camel Ho Harris is gonna cackle herself to sleep at night, but you are not gonna get rescued. If you have a dog, it will get murdered in that part of the world. If you have a family member that has served the country for decades, there will be no protection. And when their body comes back, Joe will be checking his watch. And uh, come on, uh, come on, man. That was five days ago when the, when the media asked him. Afghanistan was a huge debacle. All your military leaders said, don't exit this way. He was outraged. What? Why are you asking me about this, George Stephanopoulos? This was four, five days ago. Come on, man. Come on. Just outrage, because Joe goes into angry old man mode very quickly. He's not a decent man. There's no return to decency. And he was shocked that he was getting a question other than what is your favorite flavor ice cream by Snuffleupagus. So that's what happened. We all knew it would. Now, a lot of leftists will say, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Trump wanted to get out of Afghanistan. I heard him say that. That's like saying we all need to go to the bathroom. There is a proper order to go to the bathroom. One is remove your pants, put the toilet seat down, remove said underwear, and sit down. Uh, most of us learn this. The wrong way is the Joe Brandon way. <laughs> Okay, I need new pants now. What? We all went to the bathroom. What's the difference? Come on, man. Bro, you just made a huge mess in your pants. You didn't even go to the toilet. That was four hours ago. Come on. Why are we still talking about that? Because your pants are still soiled. So this 
is what led most people to finally wake up and say, I hate Joe Brandon. I didn't need this because I, during the pandemic, had no other job. I was labeled non-essential. All I had to do was sit there and look at hundreds of hours of Joe Biden speaking and Donald Trump speaking, and I compiled videos, and I got millions of views. Million. I would get 5 million views a month. CNN doesn't even get that on some of their shows. So my videos, up until YouTube turned my feed down, were crushing it. So I already saw this coming from Joe Brandon. I didn't, I didn't want this to happen, but I knew that's where his mind, his leadership, and his skill level was. When it finally happened, oh, now soccer moms are waking up. Stay-at-home dads, people that go to work 12 hours a day and didn't think to look into the old man. They just saw him as the clever alternative to the one the media looked like a crazy guy loud and let's just vote for joe that's what people want he's like the pfizer vaccine of politicians looks pretty safe to me couple injections of joe biden and everything will calm down everything did not calm down you just lost an embassy you lost territory you lost weapons you lost machinery and you lost lives you just got biden congratulations Idiots. August is also when Larry Elder announced he was going to run for governor. California, the biggest state in the union, was about to have a recall election. And one man, a black lawyer, I know, somebody alert Joe Biden, they exist, a black lawyer ran against a white privileged rich nephew of Nancy Pelosi. Now, California had had enough. Governor Newsom was not wearing masks. He was sending his kids to private school events while telling you you had to lock down. He was shutting public schools while he was still having his events. He also, a year earlier, went to a fancy restaurant with the California Board of Health with no distancing, no masks, and ran up a $70,000 bill for dinner for seven people. $10,000 a plate. So California had had enough, but not quite enough because they didn't vote for Larry Elder. It was a long shot. Most of us didn't expect him to win, but had California did the right thing, this whole country would be on the right track. Instead, radical, racist, leftist called Larry Elder the blackface of white supremacy saying white supremacists like Larry Elder, who are black, are the biggest problem California has right now. Does California have a white supremacy problem? Does California have a Larry Elder problem? California's problems come from Barbara Boxer, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, and Joe Biden. So unless you change those things, the problems are going to keep going. To prove that leftists are the racist ones. In California, Larry Elder went walking through Venice Beach area and a white lady wearing a black monkey mask threw eggs and harassed and stalked the black candidate for governor peacefully walking down the street. Roll it. (laughs) 
Wow, wow, wow. Many of you didn't even see that because the radical left-wing media won't share their own people doing their own deeds. Meaning, January 6th probably was a lot of radical left-wing people. They won't expose them. They won't highlight them. They won't zoom in on them with their HD cameras so you don't figure out who it is. Nobody unmasked the monkey lady. Nobody posted this all throughout the nation. This was a local news story. Had a white supremacist wearing a black monkey mask followed Camel Ho Harris around and threw eggs at her head, she would be talking about it every single day of her life. There'd be a book about it. There'd be a documentary. The Day a Monkey Chased Me by Camel Ho Harris. She would run for president based on it. And most white Americans would vote for her based on the monkey mask egg toss. Roll it again. And that is her privilege to not be unmasked because in a rational society, there's enough cameras there, you rip the mask off and be like, now we all know who you are. But the poor white gentleman knew if he put hands and pulled the mask, all the homeless around there, all the black activists, all the Democrats would beat him up, maybe kill him, and he would be blamed for assaulting the monkey racist leftist Democrat lady. So there you have it. We have now gone to September. So let's move on to October. We're only three months beyond where we are now. What happened in October that was interesting or rude or fun or wrong? Helen Trump was respected, not bumbling Biden. The only people that really disrespected Trump was the Democrats and the radical left in our own country. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh, we hate him. Everywhere he went, they had a parade for him. The leaders loved him. North Korea drew down their weapons. He's shaking hands with people at the border. The only people that hated Trump were the people that already hate America. So the way I view my life is if people hate America, do the opposite of what they like. The people that hate America wanted Joe Biden. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, the far left, the people that are defunding police, the people who hate the border. They hated Trump, so that's the guy I like. And those people like Joe Biden, so that's the guy I knew was wrong. It's a pretty simple policy for life. All right. So we have someone saying, I lost prestige after this. That's right. Ballnut says, let's shoot for 150 thumbs up. Let's go. They're turning down my views, but if we keep pumping the, the likes up, we're going to break the algorithm. Leadhead says, Brandon has a leadership of a dead moth and a spine of a jellyfish. Dr. Ahmed Ahbele Fatah says, America lost prestige as soon as Joe Biden took over. He, sadly, Ahmed is right. Okay, now we move on. There we go. Dr. Ahmed is completely correct once again. In the Trump presidency, the UAE established diplomatic relations with Israel. This is Nobel Peace Prize winning stuff, and the media wouldn't highlight it to fool half of our country that everything 
Trump did was bad, and everything Joe Brandon's about to do was good. Let's move along, folks, to a new month, the month of October. October was a very important month. You have to understand that now America is mostly on the same page as me. Joe Brandon's approval rates drops down to the 40s. 40%. This is his first year. All he had to do was show up, distribute a vaccine that had already been invented, quietly not touch anything, and he should be at 70% because the media is covering for him. But he's trying too hard. As black people say, do you do too much? Why you do too much? Joe Brandon tried to do too much. And the more he interjected himself, the more he went down. So this was the most memorable thing to happen in October. After Afghanistan, after falling up the stairs, after calling everyone racist, after keeping prisoners locked down that all they did was protest against him. This happened. Not a coincidence. Let's go, Brandon. Now, do you understand why it's let's go, Brandon, now? Let me tell you. There was a NASCAR or a Formula One racer, some sort of a car driver, and he had won the race, and he was so excited, and the stands erupted in a cheer. And it was clearly, F Joe Biden. And the newscaster was such a pandering fool that she's like, well, we can hear the chants. Oh, everyone's saying, let's go, Brandon. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's great to win and it feels good. She's like, well, I'm just so excited to hear everyone chanting, let's go, Brandon. Back to you in the studio, Steve. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Clearly was not chanting, let's go, Brandon. So now every conservative, moderate, even liberal makes fun of Biden by saying, let's go, Brandon. So now you know where that came from. And the final term you need to know, let's get Biden to quit or let's go, Brandon, to the Quickie Mart. You can pick one of these up on my website, kvon.tv, under the shop. There's only a few left that have been popular. Amazing. So there it is. The birth of Let's Go Brandon was in October. Very important moment because F Joe Biden is not appropriate for Catholics, Christians, children's, Mormons. There's millions of people that couldn't get down with F Joe Biden. But when that lying, stupid, very moronic newscaster said, I can hear them chanting. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. Boom, the floodgates opened up. It's my number one selling t-shirt of the year. I sell them at my comedy show afterwards. And now radical leftists, very stupid people like this green water come in and go, it's very indecent of you guys to be saying, let's go, Brandon. I don't appreciate that. That's really, you need to support your president. These are the I hate Trump and F you Trump and grab this and wearing the pussy hats with little... F These are the loser morons who for the longest time said all the most hateful things. They never once protested. You go on their page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you'll never see them saying, guys, tone it down. But here they are. Now, Greenwater is uh, 
Remember when Trump wanted to invite the Taliban to Camp David, but it was a bad idea? Trump floated lots of out-of-the-box ideas in lots of meetings, and then they decided yes or no. Question, did it happen? Then he can have that meeting, he can spitball ideas, and if it doesn't happen, then they did the right decision, correct? By the way, the Taliban was already going to take back over Afghanistan because whether it was Trump or Joe Brandon, we were going to pull out. But you are an idiot because you're in the poop your pants version of pulling out, whereas the rest of us are in the correct order of pulling out, which I already detailed in this podcast. I'll do it very quickly since there's not a lot of gray matter between the ears. You can tell because the photo you use is of a father who takes care of his daughter, okay, and makes billions of dollars, whereas, with his own business, whereas Joe Biden is a father who got his wife and kids all killed, then married the babysitter, disrupted the family of Joe Biden's original husband, and then raised a crackhead named Hunter, who then goes around and uses political influence of a scumbag senator of Delaware to make side deals with different businesses, and then when gets close to the Oval Office through Barack Obama, continues to make more and more million dollar deals and illegally use our tax dollars for leverage. So this is why you are not a smart person. So here you are, Greenwater. Seriously, why are all thinkers within the conservative movement so disingenuous and empty-headed? They play to the lowest common denominator among the country bumpkins. The country bumpkins are Juicy Smollett, who really thought he could pull off his own beating with two blacks and call them whites. The lowest common denominator are The View, the people you watch every day to get your news, and Whoopi Goldberg, your thought leader. The lowest common denominator is Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, and Maxine Waters, who don't have a lot of brains, but they keep getting voted because there's more homeless people in California than any other group. So, a homeowner is not going to vote for Nancy Pelosi, uh, someone that makes their own money, works in a middle-class environment, owns their own pizza parlor. But if you came up to the university system and you want a handout, you too can be green water, a total loser. Okay, now we move on to November. What happened in November? There you are. Cassie agrees with me. Trump had it all worked out where the military was the last to leave after all the civilians were home and safe. Thank you. And look at Greenwater. He's so pathetic. No more little side comments after I destroyed him in that commentary. Okay, November comes. What is the most memorable thing that happened in November? Rocked the world. It's not Joe Brandon. It is not my t-shirt sales, which started going through the roof. I want to see if you guys can get it. Got to get it, got to get it. Patricia said, was it when I saw you for the second time? No. Look at Greenwater, so pathetic, still not anywhere to be found. Well, sorry, I guess we're not going to hear from him anymore. Uh, The most memorable thing. Very close, Leadhead. Winsome Sears winning and an AR-15 pick for the win. Maybe. My movie didn't come out till December, so no unicorn, that's not quite it. Whippy finally grew out her mustache, quite possibly. Kyle Rittenhouse found innocent. I believe he was found innocent officially December 3rd. 
So that would not be. Midterm elections, all very interesting. But the story that took the news by storm in November was a radical leftist who did not understand gun safety. Any moderate or conservative knows the four rules to a gun. One, always assume it is loaded. Two, never point the muzzle at anything you don't wish to destroy. Three, always keep fingers off the trigger until all safety precautions have been taken and you plan to pull the trigger. And four, know all your surroundings of anything in the direction of your gun, meaning the environment. Is there a bad guy there? But is there a little schoolgirl licking a lolly right behind him? Only one leftist loser idiot had no respect for guns, but thought he could be an expert of firearms on the set of a movie, not only producing the movie, but acting in it. And during a time where there was no reason to pull the gun, he pulled it and shot at the camera woman and again at the director. Because it's an ongoing investigation. I've been ordered by the sheriff's department in Santa Fe. I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. It's an active investigation in terms of a warrant. Guy, we were a very, very, excuse me, we were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together. Yep, Alex Xander Shooter Baldwin. No reason for him to pull a gun during the acting scene. No reason for him to pull the trigger. And if the scene required him to pull the trigger into the camera, which you would never do, because you can get the same view from slightly down, slightly up. Look, this is the camera. I don't have to go right into the camera. I can go here, here, here. You know, most movies like, you feel lucky, punk? Boom. You don't, you don't need to go right there. But anyways, even if the scene required that, everyone in the movie business knows you put up a plexiglass in front of the camera to protect the person working the camera and everyone behind it. Three inches thick, the bullet would go in and penetrate it and ding right off. You wouldn't even want to shoot into that, even with a blank, but you just add it just in case. Because think about it, ricochet, ding, the bullet could come there. But blank bullets only on the set of any fake movie, because it's not a real movie, so there's no reason for real bullets. And the cast was going plunking in between scenes. Plunking means actually shooting with real bullets at stuff. So commingling bullets, commingling guns. And that day, 15 cast and crew had walked off the set because they didn't feel it was safe. Boy, were they right. Three hours later, Alec Baldwin, in his deranged state of being, his leftist, radical leftist state of being, decided to pull a gun and pull the trigger for no reason, wasn't part of the scene, wasn't needed, and he kept doing interviews long after. They said, don't talk to anyone, don't give any interviews, you are now suspect one, but he keeps holding impromptu talks on 60 Minutes and in the freeway and under a bridge, he's going on a podcast tour, a very stupid person. Someone agrees with me, D-Man says the view is trash. Stunt Brat says, I have shot and been shot at many times in 20 plus year career. Kayvon is right. Thank you, sir. Hearing from a professional like you, it makes me feel even better. And it makes me realize that this is the right show. We love our stunt people. Stunt people are the conservatives of Hollywood because they are the hardworking people. They are not the radical left. They are the ones that take the actual bumps and bruises to make 
The Rock look cooler than he really is. Okay, now we go to the month of December. That was this month. What happened in December? Well, the most memorable thing happened the month of December. And it wasn't just Hanukkah and Christmas and Kyle Rittenhouse and all of us celebrating and having a good time and Fauci saying, you might not get Christmas this year. Maybe, possibly, but probably not. Everybody had a blast with or without Fauci's permission. What was the most memorable thing that happened in December? Something that I couldn't believe happened myself. Well, my movie did come out. Yes, indeed. But I wasn't even thinking that. That was a personal win for me. If you get a chance, go see the movie, Funny Thing About Love. It's on Amazon. It's on Apple. It's on Voodoo TV. Just Google Funny Thing About Love movie and you can find it even on my website. I would love for you to see Funny Thing About Love. You are going to click this link and you're going to scroll to the bottom and you're going to see the link to the movie right there so you can watch it. Did it go to number one on Apple? I know it was top five new releases on Apple, but I am just finding out for the first time that we got to number one on Apple. My new movie, unbelievable. Thank you all for tuning in and watching that. Wow, here I've been telling people top five, but there we are. Jabbed and unjabbed, we just approved the third and fourth booster. So many things happened. And by the way, we just got a super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love from Florida. Harmonimon, appreciate you. None of you have got it right, and I'm glad. That means I'm surprising you. I'm, I'm, I'm alerting you to stuff that we forgot happened. December was a blur. We're still in December. But the most memorable thing in December was when Joe Biden agreed to the Let's Go Brandon movement. It is your favorite comedian in America coming to you with the one gift I wanted for Christmas. It has arrived. You're not gonna believe this. I was called divisive for saying, let's go Brandon. I guess comedians aren't allowed to say stuff like that. They all have to do what Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Oprah, Jimmy Colbert, and Jimmy Trevor Noah say. But I'm the one that goes the other direction. And then they're like, that's wrong. You're not supposed to say that. Well, guess who also agrees with the let's go Brandon movement? Roll the clip. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? Where's your home? <laughs> Straight from the horse's mouth. So it can't be divisive if even bumbling Brandon agrees. Let's go, Brandon. We're going to watch that one more time, but first, be sure to find me on tour. The dates are on KvonComedy.com. I also have a YouTube channel with 450 clips, plus we do a podcast each and every week. It's not The Tonight Show, it's The Right Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year, and let's go, Brandon, for years to come. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon?
guys? This is Owen Wilson, and I've got a really exciting offering for you. Make sure to get your Let's Go Brandon merchandise. This is a NASCAR driver that shocked the world, and we gotta keep it classy. We can't be saying bad words in public. So we say, Let's Go Brandon, and everybody knows what we mean. There's mugs, hoodies, and more. Then while you're at the Cave on Comedy Shop, show your support for the LGBTQ movement, and let's get Biden to quit. When your friends see these items, they're gonna go, wow, it's gonna be great. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? <laughs> hey, I was going so quick and I didn't see it in the comments, but I think Ed was the very first to actually have already predicted I would pick this clip. So Ed, you're a winner. And then there's a few more people that, that came in, Cassie, popped in before the video as I'm going back quickly through the comments which are coming a hundred miles a minute if you will uh, then you guys actually did predict that so that was very cool and someone else also agreed the other memorable moment of December was when Biden admitted he got defeated by the virus you have to remember the virus talk was the number one issue the leftists said they were going to defeat Joe Brandon actually went out and tried to win the election based on that only he could defeat the virus. Trump didn't do a good job. We're going to have a new leader that's going to shut down the virus. Not even a year into it, he's now going on camera admitting, the federal level can't fix this virus. Come on, man. We all knew that, but he was the one who said he could. Watch what he said in the past and then watch what he just recently said this week. There is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. I'm looking at Governor Sununu on the board here. He talks about that a lot. And it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road, and that's where the patient is in need of help or preventing the need for uh, help. 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm... I take no responsibility initially. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. We're in a situation where there are a thousand deaths a day now, a thousand deaths a day, and there are over 70,000 new cases per day. Compared to what's going on in Europe, as the New England Medical Journal said, they're starting from a very low rate. We're starting from a very high rate. The expectation is we'll have another 200,000 Americans dead between now and the end of the year. If we just wore these masks, the president's own advisors have told him, we could save 100,000 lives. And we're in a circumstance where the president thus far and still has no plan, no comprehensive plan. What I would do is make sure we have everyone encouraged to wear a mask all the time. I would make sure we move in the direction of rapid testing, investing in rapid testing. I would make sure that we set up national standards as to how to open up schools and open up businesses so they can be safe and give them the wherewithal, the financial resources to be able to do that. We're in a situation now where the New England Medical Journal, one of the serious, most serious journals in the, in the whole world, said for the first time ever that this, the way this president has responded to this crisis has been absolutely tragic. And so, folks, I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. There is no federal solution. This gets solved 
state level. I'm looking at Governor Sununu on the board here. So there you have it. Joe Brandon campaigned that he could defeat the virus, that Trump didn't take it seriously, that if we just wear a mask, we can beat this. A year later, there is no federal solution to this virus. This has to be done at the state level. Come on, man. Democrats need to start waking up and realizing you voted for a guy that promised to take the virus down. More deaths have occurred under Biden's watch with three vaccines, two masks, and a partridge in a pear tree. He also hasn't been able to stop vaccinated people from getting sick. He hasn't been able to stop Hawaii, California, Illinois, and New York from having far higher numbers than Florida, Texas. So all this mitigation, all this uh, making kids scared, all this screaming at your neighbor, all this treating your friends and family rude has not made a difference. In fact, the blue states have done far worse. If everyone in Florida and Texas dropped dead and California and New York were doing amazing, I would say, wow, those guys follow the science. But instead, you follow the BS. That is what they do. And Biden also did promise to cure cancer under his regime. Not happening, guys. So what the Democrats can do is keep you locked down, keep a mask on your face. They can wear theirs on one ear or not. They don't seem to care, but you will go to jail if you try it. And on top of all of that, they'll blame you for their results and then say, come on, man, you're asking too much. This is not a federal government uh, uh, policy that could even stop this thing. We know that's why we didn't want to vote for Joe in the first place. What a joke is right. Unbelievable. Now, since we have ended the longest podcast of the year on Yalda, the longest night of the year. December, Persians celebrate a thing called the Yalda, which is the longest night of the year because this is when the sun is the furthest away. It is winter, and now it will be soon getting warmer and nicer every day leading forward. Let's hope that happens as well in the grand scheme of things for us. In fact, there is a song to help take us out from a very turbulent year. Here's to 2022. A great, great person put this together and I wanted to highlight it on The Right Show. When I find myself in times of trouble, President Harris comes to me speaking words of wisdom, LGB, FGB. In my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, LGB, FGB, LGB, FGB, LGB, FGB. Yeah, there will be an answer. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. LGB. FJB. LGB. FJB. Screechy words of wisdom. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. I'
That is great. Thank you all for hanging with me. The first year of the podcast is officially over. I can't believe it. It's almost sad. I don't want to go. This has been the longest. It's a double-length episode. We had a lot to cover, and it has been a fascinating year. Episode 43, what did you think? Did you enjoy it? I'm going to go over to Locals. You can ask me any questions you want. We can mingle, and I have tour dates coming up. I want all of you to find these tour dates and come visit me. Meet me in a real life. Let's hang. Let's share a laugh. Maybe share a non-alcoholic drink. I got to get back in shape because this has been a crazy, man, this has been too turbulent. I don't like this much mess, but uh, these are the tour dates I would like to share with you guys. Washington, D.C., please send all your friends. If we sell out that club, we will command a lot of respect around the nation. We have Hanover, Pennsylvania. They took a risk on bringing me. I've never been to Pennsylvania, that part, uh, near Gettysburg. And the place holds 500 seats in a beautiful theater. I think we're going to be able to, to sell it out. Let's go for that. DC people, you can come up to that too. 123, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 129, Miami. Reno, a full week. Plenty of shows to catch. Chicago, Rosemont, Ann Arbor, Raleigh, Tampa. And this time next week, I'll have officially added Manhattan. It's time to come back and reclaim the Big Apple. Only a half Persian is gonna be able to lead the way and slay the leftist as I go. All right, thank you all for tuning in. Happy New Year, everybody. One more time, let's go with our new theme song. When I find myself at times of trouble, President Harris comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, LGB, FGB, in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, LGB, FGB, LGB, FGB, LGB, FGB.